Welcome to the first episode of Spicing After Dark. I am your glamorous, gracious, glorious, and gratuitous host, Jacob Benson. Joining me here today is the uh, looks good after a couple of drinks, B. Murky, a.k.a. Brennan Merkel. So, y'all, we have, uh, we have started a new show because uh, Brennan and I have decided that we need to actually spice things up in our partnership and our relationship. Mm-hmm. And after Brennan took a two-week hiatus of uh, drinking on the islands, and we decided to... Uh, at first, we decided to wait until the kids were out of the house to discuss our separation plans. But little did we all know, Brennan and I were going to have a great idea to actually rebrand the show to Spicing After Dark, where we're going to be pretty much doing the same thing we were normally doing, but we're going to be drinking. So, Brennan, what are yep. we drinking tonight? Yeah, so before I let you know what we're drinking, just so kind of clear some air as well. Um, Obviously, Jacob and I have just graduated, so we are now, you know, working men. Uh, so the hours don't always work out. You know, we can't hit up the School of Journalism's audio booth at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday anymore. That's just that just is not feasible. So we have taken the liberties upon ourselves to keep providing content and taken uh, taken it to some hours of the later evening and a few I, I couldn't help but notice that you said you know I'm, I, I look good after a few drinks um is that is that you saying that you've had a few and that I'm looking pretty good yeah so I've I am three beers in right now I'm drinking uh let's see I'm on oh, yeah, yeah. bush light and I uh I got about four Michelob stacked up ready to go here I see you're drinking a beer in that glass there yeah, so tonight I'm I'm starting off with something that'll get the palate going, you know. I uh, go, uh Goose Islander. No, unfortunately not. Um so first off I'm drinking an Allagash um Belgian Chapel. It's a a barrel and beans, about a nine point six uh percent. So not not too shabby getting it started. But then I also I got a little mini cooler right here with some oh, yeah. uh, Miller lights, so Taking, taking the classic Chicago uh, light beer and, and going with the ML. Yeah, so Brennan, does uh, drinking that IPA, has that gotten you any like girls yet? Like, do, you feel, do you feel cool saying See, that? Okay, so that's a little shot, and I don't appreciate it. But little do you know, it is actually not an IPA. So. Okay, yeah. See, Brennan and I still have some kinks we have to work out in our relationship. <laughs> Kink? Oh, yeah. So, oh. And also, we've just kind of rebranded. We're going to deal with more um non-sports related stuff that i'd say that I'd talk about just to kind of fill up our content so yeah get a branch out a little branch out a little bit so without further ado let's get some, some sports so uh Jake, <laughs> no more not as much sports but let's get right into some sports exactly so jake paul mm-hmm. is actually gonna have his first should we call it a real fight i i, I cannot call what him and Ben Askren did a fight. Exactly. Um, ben Askren had a dad bod. Tyron Woodley does not. Yep. So he is fighting Tyron Woodley, who uh, I'd have to te- check the stat sheet, but I want to say he's won like five championships. Um, he's he's a, a former UFC. I think I know he's lost his last few fights that he's he's fought in, which 
that right there is like the first thing I notice. I'm just like, of course he has, you know. Um, no one's perfect. Yeah, no one's perfect. But I mean, like at the same time, it's I feel like Jake Paul is like going after these like like fighters. I say that with the uh, finger um, parentheses, but it's it's like he's going after these guys that have had some decently prolific careers nothing like fantastic but they're kind of past their prime um but like you said ben Askren did not look in shape tyron woodley is is a beast that dude could like just absolutely cave my skull in with one punch so i i I do think this fight is gonna test jake paul a little bit more but i don't know dude like he keeps winning man yeah, so here's here's the thing that I've kind of put together just after you know my analysis of the man. Have you seen mm-hmm. the movie Major League? From it's like from 1989. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's on that movie. Okay, that, he he's just my go-to guest for any like 80s 90s baseball movie. Oh no, absolutely right. But basically, the synopsis of this film is this lady wins the Cleveland Indians in a divorce and she wants the team to move to Miami. Cause like who the hell would want to live in Cleveland, right? Not to alienate any of my Cleveland viewers. So thanks again, sad fans. Which is what <laughs> thanks again, about. LeBron. I think LeBron's yeah. listening. Yeah, exactly. Oh shoot. That was inappropriate of me. Um, yeah. So basically she tries to make the team as bad as possible. So she, she just recruits a bunch of people that are like out of their prime or just like super shitty at playing baseball. So she can move the team to Miami. I, I feel like that's low key what Jake Paul's doing as far as just like, lining up his fight schedule he's just yeah he's just gathering a resume you know he's getting a resume and honestly if so say you and i were like the ceos of boxing right like we're the experts we're taking control of the situation i don't think i would want to i wouldn't say jake paul's had a promising career after looking at his uh his background of fights yeah i agree but like the thing is the dude is so famous like I, if, if anyone has got, and I hate to use the word, but if anyone's got like the clout, the internet clout, it's going to be one of the Paul brothers because everyone knows who they are. Everyone hates them. Um, but I mean, that doesn't like disregard the fact that you and me, Oh, did you, did I could, I could barely hear it. Jacob just cracked open a Michelob. So uh, I was trying to, I was trying to give the silence it deserved, but no, I, I think uh, I do think it's kind of like you and me, like we were fresh out of college, you know, before we get those, those good, like sweet jobs that are the high pay and like most attractive jobs, you know, we kind of have to do the dirty work. We got to do the slop work, Um, which, but like, it's not really an equal comparison because, you know, they, he's very famous already and could probably do anything he wants and people will still watch him. But, you know, he's, he's got to build up the resume before he can fight some of these bigger name people. And I actually like Tyron, Tyron Woodley is a big name. So yeah. um, a- after getting beaten down, Ben Askren just so badly, um, you know what it's going to happen is like people are going to start lining up to just, uh, you know what Jake Paul should just do. He should just like fight fans. Like, he should just have like a waiting line for people like, like in queue to just fight. Like he's like, all right, I fought this big name person. Now on the side, I'm going to go fight with fans that think they could kick my ass. Like me, I would sign up. <laughs> um, oh I think that's a good idea. Like I, there's just some people out there that, you know, 
I feel like a lot of people would line up to try and fight, and Jake Paul is at the top of the list, at least for me. I would – so, okay. Say we'll, we'll do a hype um, – I, I can't talk. We'll do a scenario here, right? Say okay. that I train, like, Rocky in, like, the freaking Caucasus Mountains of Russia for, like, a year straight, right? Like, I'm, you know, I'm busting logs with an axe. Pause. That sounded really <laughs> cool. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> I thought of that too, but no, I'm just doing all this like out like lawn work pretty much in Siberia, and then I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fight. I'm ready to fight this guy. Jake Paul is my Drago. I don't have anything personal against him other than that, he's the Drago. <laughs> I want to tear this man down from his throne, and I wouldn't even say he has a throne. He's just a lot more famous than I am. I mean, I'm an account executive working in Omaha, Nebraska. You don't think I can get a good name to fame right there? Who does the <laughs> podcast? That's a lot exactly. of things. You know, people, a lot of people can't say that they have a podcast, even though a lot that's of some clout. Podcast. It's kind of like the, like in 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 Chicago, they they did a thing where like they they held like a competition for people. It was after Cody Parkey missed that forty three yard field goal, and all the all the fans were coming out and saying like. I could do that. I could do that. So there was a bar in Chicago that came out and like actually held like a field goal contest for people to come out and try to attempt a 43 yard field goal. And I don't think anyone made it. I think well, like, here's the thing. They were all probably pissed drunk doing it. Yeah, definitely. In Chicago. You guys were a wild bunch. I think it was snowing or raining or something, but it, it was in January when that game happened, but honestly, but that's what it feels like, you know, like yeah. everybody's all confident until they, get up to the plate and like me like i would get my ass knocked out instantly by jake oh, paul easily. i'll admit it right now but i would want to fight i would want to try i would want to try and fight him just since you and i are opposing forces on the same plane i would say that i can take one more punch than you can no matter how many punches you say you can take i'm gonna strive to be a one percent better than me yes I it's know, out of man. love though see you and i need to have friendly competition here brennan I'm just saying. Why? Why? Why I'm do you say cruel. this? Well, don't make support your support your hypothesis. Well, because here's the thing: you and I come in a package duo, right? So say they're like, okay, well, what if we both? Oh, so I see what you mean. What they're going to go after me first. They're going to use all their energy on me because I look like the more like you know threatening, um, like the you know you know what I'm saying. You look like a neoliberal. <laughs> But yeah, we'll go with that. But it, no, no, no. Cause uh, I mean, I'm just, what if we tag team, you know, oh, uh, pause again. Yeah, I know. Well, what if it's like <laughs> WWE style, you know, you got me in the corner and then like you, you get like five hits on him and then you come. Oh yeah. Him. You know, um, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I got him you. Off. Okay. Pause again. Pause again. Dude. I don't know what it is. When you I know, it, it, it's the WWE, man. You can't really talk too much about wrestling without making it sound super sus. So, well, and you know, you get four or five beers and your boy here and I started getting all sussy and uh, you, know, actually, oh. you know, I'm the imposter. Speaking of which, you know what we need to bring back. So, my friend had a going away party. He's a mutual friend of ours. So he's going to the National Guard. He's in basic. He's actually listening to the show. But when he gets his phone back, he'll be very surprised to hear that we started a new show. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, something I've been doing every time I go to the bar scene is like I start this Italian mob thing. Like I, I literally start a mob of mobsters. You know what I mean? Like every time. I don't know what door, you mean. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, 
put it this way. So I'm with a group of guys, right? Or a group of gents, a uh, group of wise guys. And uh, Gentiles, yeah. Gentiles, yeah. Well, I don't know if they were Jewish or not, but uh, <laughs> so we're standing in this group, right? Anytime anyone walks through an entryway, I'm like, hey, and then uh, I'm like, Everyone else, <laughs> hey, oh, and I'm like, hey, oh, Copernicus, guy. look at that, he's got this like effing shoes on. Oh, hey, look oh, at this there. guy in the shirt, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, look at this, he's got the, the knockoff Louis Vuitton. And uh, I so, and even with my coworkers, we had like a teen night last uh Thursday, and that was the first one I went to, so I'm new to this office, I'm, I'm fresh fish in the pond, and um, oh my god, I did the same thing, and everyone went along with it. I was like, I'm gonna love it here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying I'm starting a cultural movement of guys acting like wise guys. I like it. I like it. I could get behind that for sure. All right. Cool. Um, before we dip into some NFL talk, I just need a a little bit of silence so then you can hear this. Oh, you're about to burp. Ah, uh, just a nice, nice cold crack of a freshly, freshly taken out of the fridge Miller Lite. I want to Chicago's hear, finest. I want to hear every sip of you drinking that, Brennan. <laughs> every sip. Okay. Ah, that's but nice. Other news, though. So this actually just dropped today. So Antonio Brown is officially part of the crypto game, but he's not using a currency that many of us have actually thought of before. Um, named after their, a company in the Midwest, D's Nuts uh, Crypto? Is that what it's called? D's Nuts? Uh i'll double check yeah it's uh, d's nuts coin yeah d's nuts coin yeah okay. i was missing the coin that in the oh. sack and earn rewards back wow that in the sack why d's nuts coin fighting so, cancer worldwide coin holder rewards and that's kind of cool d's nuts well okay and honestly have you seen the logo of it it's literally just a gold uh gold ball sack yeah it looks like it's a, like a little mario like coin but a ball sack. Golden cherries. And honestly, it looked like a boxing net when I first looked at it. This is this is bad radio. But honestly, um, oh, they even photoshopped the logo onto his helmet. <laughs> we know which team he's playing for now, guys. Um, Antonio Brown. He's, he's actually being traded from the Buccaneers to uh, the crypto stock market. So he can be um, – I think he's just trying to relate to fans and become the new Elon Musk of the NFL and be like, oh, hey, look at this. I'm also investing in a meme. So – Dude, that's forget all that bad stuff I did when I was having CTE episodes, but now look at me doing all this Dogecoin stuff. Is, is that what this like? Is that what this world is coming to? That it's just going to be a new cryptocurrency that comes out every few months that's just named like just fucking sorry, a few drinks of me. We're I'm going to swear. We're not, under, uh, we're not under any contract to be clean right now. I'm just in my, I'm in my folks house. You're in Chicago. So you guys talk like that to each other. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I say what's up to my mom in the morning, but no, it's, uh, it's like, I would, I mean, I would have like made a joke about this a week ago when talking about cryptocurrency, I would have been like, yo, what's next? Like these nuts coin. And now it literally is a thing. So I'm going to like speak into like the next, I'm going to speak into existence what the next one's going to be. And it's going to be like just sweaty gooch coin or something. That's going to be the next one. And I'm going to create it. There's just swa swamp ass coin. Yeah. Well, there's an anime called death note where you write someone's name down in this journal and like they die. Mm -hmm. That's you with uh, cryptocurrency. You just think of one or even dream about one and it just exists the next day. Next man up. I mean, this one, there's no way. I mean, this one looks like it's more like kind of charity because it's like, towards like cancer um and i mean I, I can't imagine 
Antonio Brown just being like a head advocate for like a cryptocurrency, like for no reason. You know what I mean? Like considering this, his past, his past two years, I should say. I should. That's true. That dude. That dude's mind is probably oh, nice. That's yeah, saying then. You didn't even try to like not do it right into the mic. Well, well, first of all, I'm raw dog and no mic tonight. Uh, <laughs> left my actual good one and uh, the old LNK, but I'm actually up in Omaha, folks. So those that don't know, um, I'm currently living with my parents, but not as a deadbeat, as a man who's actually trying to fiscally save some food, uh, some money. I almost said food. The house. I'm in my basement right now. It's actually where I slept for the last like four days because my cousins were in town. But. Uh, <laughs> What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah, coins. So I actually am officially out of the cryptocurrency game. I know a long time ago I said I was a diamond hands for Doge. But, it's, um, you know, when I made 800% return on investment, I pulled out and I did not go back in like I had originally contemplated. Yeah, no, I, I remember us talking about that. Um, and, I, I mean, you kind of – you were uh you were an early I was an early adapter. Like, yeah, you you but you also you you got rid of Doge pretty quick. It was before the peak of it, wasn't it? It wasn't like a pump and dump. Um it was like it wasn't a one night stand. Yeah, I'd say it was more of a one night stand. Well, cuz here's the thing too. I mean, it had already blown up. Like its first blow up was right after or it was like right before I put money in. Yeah. Cuz before I put stuff in Oh my god, dude! I need to think what I'm saying here because I almost—I literally just said before I put stuff in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but you sure did before I invested. Before I made my before. initial, <laughs> it was like less than four cents a share. And then when I start, like when I did my investment, it was like close to twelve cents. And I was like, oh my god, this is going up. And then it just kind of kept going up and up. And then you know it crashed a bit as normal stocks do. And then kind of kept rising back up. And then. When I, um, I hadn't checked it for like two weeks and I saw like, I had like, so I put like 12 bucks in cause mm-hmm. I didn't get a stimmy. So, and then I see that I have like 90 bucks on my account. I was like, Oh my God, I need to pull. Cause, um, cause I just, I know it's such a volatile thing. I should have held on obviously, but yeah. then it went right back up. Like as soon as, like a week after I pulled out, pulled out. Oh my God. It's all right. Stock no. Guy. Yeah. You know, we're stock guys, but, uh, I actually am reading The Wolf of Wall Street by Jordan Belfort currently, but that's also because I'm a salesman. So, I I won't lie to you and say that I did not know that that was an actual book. Yeah. Wow. The movie was based off the book. Okay. Wait, it's a real person? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it's TikTok. You should check them out. Uh, I don't need to. All right. How about let's let's talk about Aaron my favorite player in the NFL. Spoiled it. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, hey Brown. Yeah. So he, I know we're a little late to get into this because this happened last week, but Aaron Rodgers didn't show up to the Packers OTAs and spent the week instead in like Hawaii, I think, um, with his fiance, who is way too good for him, way out of his league. Who's his fiance again? Shailene Woodley, actress. Oh, that's right. Um, we talked about this. Who just seems like a beautiful soul, just complete opposite of Aaron Rodgers. But he was he was out there with her, and then you know, my the actor Miles Teller. With, yeah, he was in like Whiplash. Oh, yes, I, I did. Okay, he's in War Dogs too. Actually, uh, War Dogs. Yep. 
Yeah, it just it's ridiculous. I saw that picture. He's canceled right now, isn't he? Yeah, for hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. I thought he did something racist. Oof, I did, I did not know that. But hey, as that, far as pretty uh, messed up. As far as Aaron Rodgers' fiance, Brennan, just remember this: you can treat her. You will always treat her better than he ever will. Absolutely. I might not be able to provide for her, you know, financially like Aaron Rodgers could, but there are other things that I could provide for her much better. You Honestly, know what I'm saying? Kids need to stop going to college and just start dating really rich milfs because then they're just they're taken care of. You say really rich milfs? Yeah. <laughs> I I that is a movement that I can definitely get behind, yeah. but. Brennan, Aaron, start also posting under her. I'm sorry. This last thing, last little quip, I'll say. You need to start posting under her pics on Instagram. Be like, hey, that's a good post, Queen. I think. Hey, it. you're 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 acting like I don't already do that. But um, no. So yeah, he he spent he spent his his entire OTA week uh on an island, you know, which to me, you know, kind of gives me the idea that you know he might. This this whole kind of rumor thing of him not returning to Green Bay might be a little more serious than I originally thought. I mean, as a Bears fan, since day one, hearing that Aaron Rodgers is potentially or there's a possibility that he might not be coming back to the Packers, you know, I was all in on it, obviously, from day one. But hearing that he didn't go to the team's, you know, practices, like, I, it's, I don't know, dude. And well, they signed they signed Bortles. I know we talked about that, but yeah, this this could be a legit thing. So everything I've seen about it, Matt Lafleur at least thinks it's just a bluff. So he's trying to call Aaron on that. And um, at least well, their GM came out and said like we're not trading him. That's not that's not happening. So it, it's all up to Aaron. You know, it's all up to Rogers. Yeah. What we own saying? his ego. You and I own his ego. The team owns him, but we own his ego. So we're actually just going to start trash talking him wherever we can, when we can. We're going to start what uh, that one chick and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier did and just start a whole movement about Aaron Rodgers hating and slander. <laughs> well, so right now, the best all-time quarterbacks for the Bears, I mean, you have like the classics like Sid Luckman, you know, you have uh, McMahon, uh, Jim McMahon. But past those guys who I didn't get to see play for the Bears, you know, you might – I would put, like, Jay Cutler up there. And I would put the rumor of Russell Wilson potentially going to the Bears, even though it didn't happen. He's probably, like, one of the best Bears quarterbacks of all times just by association. And then the third – in third place would be Rodgers if he left the Packers and just no longer played us twice a year. <laughs> and I would respect him so much for that. Um, he has been – he's the boogeyman for me. I mean, for the past 10 years of my life, it's just been me waking up during football season and being like, I wish the worst upon Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, I feel like, I, I feel like my prayers against him have been answered fairly well, considering, you know, he, his family just hates him and his life kind of sucks outside of football. But <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, but that's not that's not what I wanted from you know. I, I wanted him to be bad at football. I didn't want his life to go to shit. But well, next best thing, right? No, next but, best uh, thing. At least he's suffering in some way. 
I heard you uh, mention a very specific Bears quarterback, mm-hmm. former Bears quarterback. So Jay Cutler, I actually saw this in the news today. He wants half of Kristen Cavallari's earnings in the divorce. Wow. That's king energy, bro. That dude is like, he, he you know what? He, he is the god of men right now. You know, Jay Cutler, uh, he's – I cannot figure that man out. I mean, it's it's like a, a roller coaster. Or no, no, no. He, I'm sorry. Not half of her earnings, <clears throat> half of her company. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's – I don't think it's that's better, right. It's but it's, it's better than half of her net worth. That's crazy, actually. I don't <laughs> – Could you imagine, like – I mean, you're a pro football like quarterback, and you want your ex-wife's, like – you want her money when you that's should. not gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think at this point she's probably worth way more than he is. Oh, at the moment I would probably say so too. Well, unless his bodybuilding career takes off. Unless what? His bodybuilding career takes off. Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting you. Dude, that's not him. There's a Jay Cutler bodybuilder. No, Jay that's Cutler. not that's not him. That's not him. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two like verified Jay Cutlers, Jay Cutler on um, ex quarterback, and then and, and bodybuilder Jay Cutler. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, I mean, like if I wasn't a Bears fan, dude, I wouldn't have known that to correct you. You know what I mean? Well, I would have been like, oh yeah, you, for sure. Like you're right. But since I know that because I've looked up Jay Cutler plenty of times, I know that it it is a bodybuilder. We need to recruit that guy to beat Jake Paul's ass, bro. Yeah, I'd like to see that happen too. He needs to pound that ass. Um, so, wow, that started from Aaron Rodgers to us putting together Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder, to fight Jake Paul. Life finds mysterious ways, as uh, <laughs> what the space said it best, Jeff Goldblum. Life so so sp- yes you're right oh so God. speaking of uh he's falling over yeah ex uh ex nfl players we now have a ex nfl player that has turned into a current nfl player tim tebow uh i know we've talked about him but on the he, show uh, two weeks ago yeah so but now like since since we've last spoken you know he's practiced he is uh He's been seen in a Jags jerseys. Actually, I saw somewhere that Tim Tebow is currently the number one and number two most sold jerseys in the NFL. Um, like the, the green one and then the black one for the Jaguars. You know who's number two, three, or three, four, and five? <coughs> is Patrick Mahomes one of them? Nope. Justin Fields, number three, four, and five. Wow. Mahomes is number nine. Okay. With He's got one jersey in the top well, 20. I didn't mean to say that it was like a cheese bias. I just know he's kind of the face of the NFL at the moment. Um, Tom, Tom Brady's still ahead of him. I can see that. For so sure. is Najee Harris. Najee Harris is seven. That's I mean, you're going to see that, though, with uh, teams that have had kind of like, you know, mediocre years and they get – a sweet player they're gonna that jersey is gonna upsell a lot like with um like justin herbert last year i think he was in like the top three or something so wasn't joe burrow pretty high up there too oh joe burrow might have been like number one or number two i can't remember but it's so weird seeing like tim tebow at the top of the list compared to like trevor lawrence the number one overall pick who is 
he is number 19 or number no 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 number 14 okay that's a gross quarterback number well no he's so he's number 16 but i'm at on like the overall um most sold jerseys list he's okay i thought you meant like his jersey number is 14 no but 16 is not any better though i mean that's just his number though no you're right so he's he's built the brand of number 16 you know what i'm saying yeah but it's kind of lame i know but at least it's unique in a quarterback you're you're right. You're right. And it's also but, unique for a quarterback to have hair that's longer than my mom's. So, yeah. But going back to Tim Tebow, like, you know, he reminds me of he he reminds me of like the you know Gun Girl. Oh, the Caitlin the, Bennett. Yeah, the poop herself. Uh, the, yeah, like, yeah know. you know, because people like people just hate her so much. And it's not like people hate Tim Tebow, but you know. They hate, hate that. Maybe they hate the idea of like all of this, whatever. But they keep they keep clicking on it. They keep coming back. Um, you know, I I'm just waiting for Tim Tebow to shit himself on the field or something. You know, like like well, she did. But he is a good person, so it's hard for me to wish anything. Like he's a genuinely good person, and he's a God fearing man, which I respect. Um, but <laughs> you know, I don't wish any I don't wish any harm upon it. And I'm actually I'm trying to do this new thing. So my my current job, you, you have to have a positive mindset because you can either have a good attitude or a bad attitude. So why not have a good one, right? So I'm not I'm not I'm 2021 uh, from here on out. So I guess we're halfway through. So 21 2021.5 is the year of uh, Jacob being a respectful human being. And I I know I did say this during our New Year special in January um, that I was going to work on not hating people. <laughs> um, but I've, I've you know I'm human. I have failed miserably, but I am, uh, I'm coming back to the light, man. That's good to hear. Thank you. Cause in, in my job, when I go say hello to somebody I work with, I'm just like, you know, casual, how's it going? Everyone's answer is, you know, I'm, I'm alive. I'm here. And I'm, like, and I'm just like, wow. I don't, I don't know if you mean that as a good or a bad thing, but. It's a bad thing, Brown. And come on, you've lived in the Midwest long enough. You know? But no. So what I, I thought of this as we were talking about Tim Tebow and gun girl and her shitting herself. Yeah. Um, just this like hypothetical situation, but um, theoretically speaking, if that picture, you know, the picture of her with the shit in her pants, like, I, you know, the one, the viral picture. I've seen a blurred out version and I don't care to look at the explicitive, but so, you know, imagine okay. Because I think that picture isn't her, but people have been like, it's her, like, this is her, to just kind of, like, just fuck with her and, like, you know, kind of shit on her. Um, No pun intended. But, like, imagine being that girl in the original picture, you know, if it's not actually Gun Girl. um, That's, it's just you with shit all over yourself, which is, like, one of the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing pictures out there. And now everyone says it's a different person. So you're just completely like off the hook. You're just free of it. Well, hey, Hitler had a similar strategy in the 1930s. What's that? Blaming the Jews for the, for the financial crisis. Wow. You're right. And, uh, 
that led to some pretty horrible pieces of history. Exactly. Which is why we need to give credit where credit is due when it's real Mm. pictures. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That was not me being anti-Semitic for those who are curious. (laughs) I love, I love the Yeah. So that's kind of all the NFL news that we had. Actually, Uh, no, no, it's not. Okay. A little, a little town in Texas known as Houston. Uh, it's an insane back oh, and Brennan yes, so eloquently right. put it on Twitter that uh, they don't even need a QB anymore because they are all running backs. So I'm going to go ahead and just drop the list of their current running backs um, after today when they just signed Rex Burkhead. So counting him, it is now Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, and Dontrell Hilliard. <laughs> Was Dontrell Hilliard's the one they drafted, right? Yes. Okay. That so, is so funny, dude. They don't even need a quarterback. Honestly, just teach one of those guys like, to throw quick passes, man. You don't even need a quarterback anymore. Yeah, because, I mean, the Texans – Handoffs, like running backs act as quarterbacks all the time. They're like number two in the field, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Texans, I mean, I would be so surprised if Deshaun Watson came back to play. But He's not going they, to. They drafted a quarterback in, like, the third round. Um but other than that, like, they've remember the Broncos last year when they, for one game, they didn't have a quarterback, and Philip Lindsay and their other running back had to like dual split like in the backfield and take snaps. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, that's literally what the Texans are going to do. They're going to run like a wildcat with four running backs. They're going to set it up in like a diamond, and they're going to. They're they're gonna snap it to the person in the front, and they're just gonna like, you know, read hand it off. And yeah, the- read option just like three different times. Yeah. Honestly, that would be kind of cool. It, it's gonna be cool. Uh, so it's gonna be an interesting premise because here's the thing. Also, you got to mind. <laughs> it's Texans not gonna happen. Be, but- okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Texans aren't gonna be good this year. Everyone knows that they are not worst gonna be- team probably. Yeah, they're not gonna be a good football team at least in 2021, seeing if the system works. I mean, honestly, they're at the point where they can just be like, screw it. Why not? Like, let's try it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, what else I, do you have to lose? If, if I was the coach and I was in charge, you know, I'd probably try it for a game just to be funny, but let's be honest. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Like Doug um, Peterson throwing a game in the playoffs. Yeah. That, <laughs> that too. And then getting fired. Um, because like beta and getting fired from an NFL coaching job, such a beta move. You, but like you who, Matt Nagy gone. Who are who is on the Texans right now? QB wise, let's. I'm looking at their depth chart. Um, Tyrod Taylor. Okay, that's that's not a horrible QB. Davis Mills too. Davis Mills is who they drafted. Right. Who sucks. Well, still, he probably he probably could get some playing time. I mean, we okay. saw what Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert did last year. It took like two weeks for Justin Herbert to take over. Yeah, well, and I'm not I'm not wishing any harm upon Tyrod Taylor, but assuming he gets hurt, you know, he's the other option. Well, do you, he got hurt last year because the I know, but I'm just the saying, athletic to... trainer like punctured his lung. Yeah, that was super <laughs> uh, super suspicious. I will say that. Uh, but yeah, Tyrod Taylor um, probably. Are there betting odds if he's going to play a full season? If there is, I will literally hammer the no. <laughs> no. Yeah, for Davis Mills is definitely no, he won't. Field. 
unless they want to just do that four four running back wildcat and just make it the funniest thing that we'll ever see in NFL history. Honestly, Dude, that's what I'm saying. Let's do something interesting. You're going to be – they're going to – they are going to not win four games. I'm going to say that right now. I, I will cap it at four. They will not win more than four games. And who do you think their four te- uh, wins are going to be if they can <sighs> get up there? I mean – I will have to look up their schedule real quick. Well, just now they play the Colts, uh, Jaguars, and Titans twice. That's eight of their games. Or, sorry, 12 of their games. No, shit. Eight of their games. Six of their games. Yeah, six of their games. I can do math. Um, yeah, I mean, I know the Colts always beat the Texans. Hey, real quick, what is deposition? T.Y. Hilton, Hilton is destined for 200 yards receiving every single game against the Texans. Hey, Brennan. Yeah. What does deposition mean? Deposition? Yeah, you're my you're my journalist friend. Uh that's more of like the legal. What? The legal action. I mean, it, like in what in what form are you asking? I'm looking at an article right now, or at least the headline is uh depositions against Texas quarterback uh Deshaun Watson could begin soon. Okay. So I mean, that's like it's kind of like a it's something that uh, like a witness is like out, outside of the court and not in the court. Like a testimony. So it's like, yeah, it, it's a testimony, but it's like an outside of the court testimony. Or so um, writing their affidavits. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, like a research type of thing. Like if you're um, like, it's like a citing your sources, you know, if you're, if you're the um, defendant or whatever, um, it's kind of just used to, like as an information piece in your in your testimony okay awesome and, I, and honestly i don't know how many drinks you've had but i'm glad you were able to answer that for me I, I <laughs> uh, thank you i've I only i'm on my i'm moving on to my third if you guys if we want to hear my uh crackle well, you, of my beer you had wine at your haircut i did so thank good. you look sharp thank you i i had never wait uh, may, may the court be silent there he goes. Um, yeah, no, I, I've I've never drank uh, at a haircut before, so this is my first time. My drive eight hours to Chicago just to experience that. <laughs> um, but it was a nice experience, you know. I I was I was having fun. I was I was loosening up, you know. I'm sure it helps your hair follicles. I, I bet they're more loose too, you know. I, I sincerely doubt the science behind. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was, I'm making up. I'm making up some stuff over here. Yeah, the, CD, the CDC. You know, they probably said something about that. But um, but yeah, no. So yeah, it, all in all, Texans they're gonna be bad. Um, might be the I, I. They would be my pick for probably finishing as the worst record in the NFL next year. Um, but they could save their season in gain some fans by running a four running back zero QB offense. So that's all I, that's all I want to say. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. So that about does it for NFL news. So Brian, let's go to the NBA. So real quick, we're, we're doing a new segment called who got hit by a water bottle better. Justin Bieber, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I, I would definitely give Justin Bieber the edge on that. Cause that shit was so funny. He like stopped the show, didn't he? Wasn't he? Didn't he like mid show was like, who threw that? Who well, threw Kyrie that? Kyrie Irving pressing charges. Well, I would say the fan that threw it at Kyrie Irving is probably facing, you know, more serious 
uh, after effects from it. But the Justin Bieber one was way funnier. Yeah. Well, because it hit him. Yeah. So is yeah. that a, he got charged? So the fan that threw it at Kyrie Irving, that, he got a charge with a, attempted assault with battery, right? <laughs> that I I'm I'm gonna be honest. So I have two. Uh, there's like two sides of me to this. Like the main side of it is like, what are the fans doing? Like, come on. You, we haven't had fans in sports for almost a year. And the first time we have them back, they're throwing shit, spitting at players. Like, they were in Boston. Just keep that in mind. True. So Boston players, I know they have that little extra hatred for Kyrie, which, you know. Well, just in general. It's on them. Like- a lot of Boston sports fans are already in kind of in a toxic environment. True. I, I will say have it right now. I dislike Boston sports fans. Have you ever met a Red Sox fan from Boston? No, I literally haven't. I have. And guess what they talked about the entire night? What? The Boston Red Sox. <laughs> a little bit of the Bruins, but mostly Red Sox. Oh my god, dude! I can't stand Boston sports. That reminds me of that little like short that Will Ferrell did, where he's just sitting in front of a camera. It's just as like a it's like a face close up shot, and he's just like Derek Cheetah, and he's like just doing this Boston accent like over and over again, just trying yeah. to capitulate the obnoxiousness of a Boston sports goer. So, so you know me, and obviously I'm a Chicago sports fan. Am I? Jacob just finished another beer. Um, am I that obnoxious? Let me give you some silence. There, there's a crackle. The crackle. Uh, no, you're not okay. You're. I could definitely tell from Chicago. Like you're from Chicago at first glance. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Like you get one look. Okay, anybody that has not seen Brennan in person, you get one look at him. You're like, oh yeah, he's from Chicago for sure. Because sure. <laughs> one, <laughs> he has a Trubisky jersey. Yeah, he would wear religiously <laughs> in college. And two can't wear it anymore. Can't wear it anymore, right? But um Brennan's also the kind of guy if you bring a football, Bears make their way into the conversation subtly, probably like three or four times, and then he just starts openly talking about it. Yeah. Like even that is true. podcast, you've already made like four or five subtle remarks to the Bears that like almost got past me. But you know, my mind is sharp. I'm a keen man. But Oh, hundred percent. Okay, but yeah. So real quick, uh, fans, especially in the Northeast, we know we know you know who you are. Don't don't throw stuff at players. They're they're out there playing for you. They're making a lot of money doing it, but be respectful. I'm sure your parents taught you manners. So I guess if you're from Boston, probably not. And uh, no, learn how to pronounce your not. R's. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, I learn how to pronounce your R's. Yeah, and I mean, like the Kyrie one. Cause what was the what was the first case? Cause there's been like three different things that have happened within the week. Of Kyrie. Um, no, no, no. Of fans messing with the players. Well, oh, Russell Westbrook. When yeah, Russell Westbrook. Somebody yeah. dumped popcorn on him as he was uh, leaving the leaving the court. So and then somebody spit on Trey Young. That's the worst one. Spit spit's got to be the worst. If someone spit on if someone spits on you, in Atlanta, you have to you have to punch them in the face. Oh, absolutely. You have to. They're lucky. They're lucky that Trey Young was not paying attention. Like he was looking the he was looking on the court. So there were probably on players, from outside the court. He was already probably covered in player saliva from the beginning. Just oh, all, that's well, true. Came out wrong. You know, he's just oh, cramped. Um, you know, everyone's down there breathing and sweating on each other. Like, nah, that's true. 
Like, I've, you and I played basketball. That dude is just soaked in, like, Julius Randle's sweat. <laughs> Julius Randle literally looks like he's dying out there, man. I feel bad for that guy. That I've dude, out of anyone in the NBA, that dude has the most minutes played out of anyone. Julius Randle, bro. And you, you'd think he'd be in more shape for it, too. No, he just looks like he he's just always tired. <laughs> I don't blame him, though. He's, he's kind of like Frank Gore. He's like – in Fr- Frank Gore, literally in Madden, in Frank Gore's character in Madden, like they would spend extra time making like his video game character and just purposely making him look so sweaty. And that's literally Julius Randle. Frank Gore himself would do that to himself? No, like EA Sports, like Madden, oh. like they would, they would make his character just sweaty all the time. <laughs> it's like, like if you play with the Colts, like when he was on the Colts, pull him up, pull it up. And he, like, first drive is already just, like, beads of sweat. Yeah, yeah no. So, that's, so that's what reminds me of Julius Randle. So, anybody that wrestled in high school who's just constantly mm-hmm. sweating. You know you know what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, okay. That, that, that concludes it for the sports segment, right? Uh, I think so. I mean, right. you know, Lakers, There's most of the uh, playoff series right now are kind of one-sided other than like the Lakers, Suns, and uh, the Mavericks. And they're kind of going back and forth. Actually, the Blazers. Blazers are – their series is going back and forth as well. But um, I I don't know if anyone has – obviously, the Bucs swept. Um, Next week, I think we'll have – I finished up first round of playoffs. So we'll be able to um, talk a little bit more about the first round and look forward to the second round. Analyze. Um, and we will analyze our picks. Um, but yeah, so I think that kind of concludes it. You know, LeBron's a, LeBron's a bitch, but you know, I just had to throw that in there. You know, I'm sorry. I don't have to say it. And he's, I, he's a great, he's a great player, top two player of all time. But you know, yeah, I'm letting Brennan kind of say all the raunchy stuff just because I am in, a, in my parents' household right now. I don't even think Ninja cussed during his Thanksgiving stream with, when he was with his mom. <laughs> I'm kind just of, saying, you know, with all these uh, things being thrown at players, whatever, players from the 90s would never complain about this stuff. Well, if they didn't complain about it, they were in the stands kicking ass. I'm just kidding. Cause that's exactly what the nineties fans would say. They would be like, Oh, you know, people would have never complained about that kind of thing. You know, what's the matter with this generation? They were built different back then. Bottles. Also they came through the water bottle. of Kyrie looked like he was our age. I know dude. That was so funny. Where to throw your life away, buddy. Next nah, time he'll be fine. Talking. Yeah, they're they're not going to convict him of like a battery charge like come yeah, on maybe, maybe next time throw some water in the haba huh for real yeah. all right so that concludes it for that um man, brennan you are you doing okay buddy i'm doing great how are you yeah, i'm good i'm good your speech is starting to slow down a little bit so i'm just going to keep an eye on you my speeches yeah all right all right i'll try and work on it no, don't. It's honestly funny. Keep drinking, buddy. <laughs> Live. All right. So, Brennan and I are also going to do this new segment where, drumroll, please. <laughs> We're going to rank every single Star Wars movie, uh, assuming that we haven't watched any Star Wars movie. And we're going to talk about how many drinks we would need to enjoy it. And we're going to start with The Phantom Menace. Brennan, how many drinks would you need as a first time Star Wars watcher to enjoy this movie? 
as a first time Star Wars watcher. Yeah. So say like hmm. uh, you were born in like 1990, you'd never watched the original trilogy. Okay. Maybe of drinking age, we're talking about this, but <laughs> you were born in like uh, 1979 or 1978. Right. And uh, the movie just comes out in 99. You never watched the original trilogy or anything like that. You hear a bunch of bad things. How many drinks are going in with this? All right. So obviously I'm putting my bias aside because as people yeah, might so know, I, objective. yeah, I mean, I, I'm an avid Star Wars fan. People know Correct. that. I enjoy it. doesn't matter which film. I enjoy all of them. But if I wasn't, you know, a star, if I was a first time viewer, I would have to be plastered to enjoy the Phantom Menace. Yeah. I'd have okay. to be absolutely hammered. What specifically would you drink to go into that one? Oh, uh, like some Don Julio or something, dude. Nothing, nothing classy, you know, <laughs> just something to get through it. Well, Don Julio is what the rappers talk about. So that, that is somewhat classy. Um, Do you consider Don Julio as classy? No, considering my dad owns a tequila brand. So I'm going to say that one's a little bit better. I was going to say you could find that at like our local liquor store. That was like the go-to for a lot of college students. So yeah. Well, we were Jose Cuervo guys. Don't you dare. You're right. Jose, Jose Cuervo is definitely, and a little that's bit. actually probably, that's probably what I would choose. Yeah. Okay. The Pepe Lopez or the Jose Cuervo? Jose Cuervo. Okay. So sounds good. So here's, here's how I would go into that. Seeing how, uh, had I heard the ending was sick, but it wasn't spoiled for me, I'd probably do a sidewalk slammer, wait an hour and then go into it. That's fair. So to those, you're like, right. Cause the end is the best part. Right. But uh, and I it's hard getting to that point, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I would think Jar Jar is the funniest shit I'd ever seen in my life going into that, too. Like, okay, so it's, it's the kids that don't know at home, a sidewalk slammer, I'm not trying to give anybody ideas if they're under 21, but it is where you take a 40 ounce of malt liquor or beer, you drink half of it down to the label, and you pour a four loco into the bottle and fill it up to the top. You drink the whole thing, and you literally slam it on a sidewalk in a paper bag of throwing glass everywhere. But yeah, so that's that's what I would go into it with. Um, and okay, yeah, and I also forgot to mention the more you drink, the more four loco you add into it. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically what I would be doing going into the Phantom Madness for the first time after waiting an hour, of course, just so it really hits you. And then by the time that you actually get to the end, you're like, okay, I can enjoy this part now. I don't know what the hell's going on, but this looks awesome. Yeah, and that's probably my same. Uh analysis of the second movie i would probably do the same thing okay second movie i would need uh three everclear shots and probably <laughs> a jello shot to go into that one <laughs> before even starting it before it even starts i would agree i would need to be hospitalized before going into that one absolutely all right <laughs> we don't even need to talk about it episode three uh what are you doing hmm so this this movie it's better and it's action-packed so, you know, I'm drinking beer. I'm drinking beer with the boys, you know. Maybe every single different fight scene, I'm cracking open another cold brew, mm-hmm. you know. You got the General Grievous scene with Obi-Wan. You've got the obviously the final scene. You've got, like, Yoda fighting clone troopers, yada, yada, Anakin slaying younglings. So it's like... Killing children and enjoying... Yeah. It could probably kill like a 12 pack or something by yourself throughout that whole course of the movie. And it's kind of like a power hour, you know, every yeah. time the song changes, you, you drink another beer or whatever, but this time it's like every, every other action scene, you're yeah. drinking another beer. So that's probably how I would navigate that movie. 
in particular. So how about you? For me, I'm drinking two Michelob Ultras and that's it. And I'm spreading them out throughout the movie. Wow. Okay. I want to be able to drive home after. That's fair. No, because, that's fair. Well, that's my, I've told you already. That's my favorite one. Yeah, um, that's right. Aside from Empire, which will see, but yeah. Yeah. See, for me, that movie is more about the enjoyment, entertainment aspect of it. So I feel really? like, you know, if you've got, if you've got some beer flowing in you, you're enjoying it a lot. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I'm not, I'm doing nothing to intoxicate myself. With that. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we include the, uh, the feature films like Solo and Rogue One? Why not? Nah, nah, nah. No? Okay. We'll do New Hope next. Um, personally, I'm going to go into this one with, uh, do a couple fireball shots and another beer. Yeah. You know, hmm. That sounds I'm fair. thinking, I'm thinking like a good, like, like a porter or a stout, like a bottle for the night, you know, okay. like an, like a nice, like, you know, $30 beer bottle that, you know, you can kind of spread out throughout the film. You'll feel a little silly, nothing like too fancy, but enough to, you know, you know, it's, you know, you're setting yourself up for a good watch, good view. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? whatever numbs Mark Hamill's teenage voice, um, I'm going to just try to help myself out with that. I mean, that's, I'm not saying it's bad. He's a great voice actor. He's on The Joker plenty of times, right? But honestly, like, you got to go to Toshi Station to get some power converters. Ooh. Like, that's a little hard for me to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Careful. Careful. No, I'm just saying his voice in that movie is, he sounds like a whiny teen, which I'm not saying I wasn't guilty of that, but. Hey man, that's just like the classic, like before the eighties, dude, like acting was just like objective. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, before the eighties, before the whole, like, I mean, in the, it it was Star Wars kind of hit the peak of filmmaking before like everything became super horny in the eighties, like every eighties film would come on, like, come on. You, you know what I'm saying though? Robocop was a bad one. You know what I'm saying? All eighties films were like super duper horny. Yeah. And predator. Can't throw. Yeah. Forget that so one. super bad. Star Wars, Star Wars hit that peak before that all hit. Cause I'm trying to remember a new hope came out. 76. 76 and or 77 yeah and then i don't think empire strikes back came out until the 80s 1980 or 81 maybe yeah 80 i can't remember okay 80 uh, so yeah that i came out in 83 and what would you what would you know leia and luke kiss in the empire strikes back 80s films dude super horny having the siblings kiss each other yeah that's all i'm saying right now but Leia was passed around like butter at a dinner table, bro. She was, I mean, even Jabba got a run at her, you know? Yeah, honestly, man. She just, she, all she was talking about was like, hey, <laughs> which, which random character can I throw myself at to uh, appease the, uh, the male audience? She's like a bounty hunter, but, you know, is coochie. Coochie hunter. Instead of coming back with the bounty, she come back with the booty. <laughs> yeah, booty. You know. Yeah. All right, but so yeah, let's let's move on to let's move on to the Phantom or the not the Phantom Empire Strikes Back. I'm sober. Yeah. No, beer, I agree. No you know what? Actually, I might choose like a a nice expensive wine that I could pour a glass of and, and just on it the whole movie. Yeah, and just sip slowly the entire movie yeah i think that's the way to do it or stone cold sober 
I'm going to be Stone Cold Sober for that one. That one's a good one. As that much, is a good uh, one. Although she and her brother kiss. That's yeah, so. Thing. And yeah. Uh, honestly, if I was drunk during that film, I don't think I'd want to I would be a lot more reactive, especially seeing them in theaters. I would be, uh, I would be saying some stuff I probably shouldn't be saying. Well, you gotta, you gotta think like this is the first time. This is the first time you're viewing it, so you don't know their siblings oh, no. yet. Correct, correct. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I'm still gonna go um, sober because effects wise and story wise, that is the best of the OT. Absolutely, it's All a great right. one. So should we get to Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a whole bottle of Pink Whitney for this one. <laughs> I'm ripping tequila. I'm ripping like five tequila shots before yeah. I start this one. No lime, <laughs> no, no lime, no salt. Just straight Wells tequila from the shittiest bar that you know. I am, I am ripping all of them. And uh, that's actually, I'm not knocking Return of the Jedi because I, I am a classic, like the traditional trilogy. You just I'm a have huge to fan of all of them. You have to admit that one's the biggest of the three. I 100 percent agree with you. So it it goes Empire, New Hope, and then um, Return of the Jedi for me. But I still love it. But I mean, come on, you're gonna start a movie with Jabba's palace? Like, you gotta get some tequila he's, shots rolling. He's putting his tail in dirty places. That's Dude, I mean, like the the song that they sing. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's in that one. Which one? You got like the whole band going and. In Jabba's Palace, not the Cantina band, obviously, but you know they they got the people singing. Jacob's pulling it up. I cannot hear that at all. I don't know where my speaker is. This isn't what is that? Is that like the? That's definitely. Is that like Miami Vice? Like said it was by john williams that was definitely it bro that was not it at i know what you were thinking of though like the chick with the super long like lips and she yes was, yes exactly yeah the portions of that song on spotify to save myself more embarrassment but um i, I thought that might have been it because I, I googled java's palace song on spotify i guess i didn't google i looked it up but yeah. I, I i assumed that was it because that's the only song that you hear in the palace you know what i'm saying Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, whole bottle. <laughs> sequel paper. time. Sequel time. Well, here's the thing, too. Ewoks are garbage. All right. I just need to say it. I hate the Ewoks. I wish they were genocided. Yeah, we've we've discussed Ewoks before, right. and it's gone to some dark depths. So we won't we won't. Real quick, before we get to the sequel, have you seen all these things uh, about the Ewoks and the stormtroopers and the stormtroopers? Like, so since like the Ewoks, like you know, fight from trees and like they use just like all guerrilla warfare tactics and stuff. It's like the storm that was like the stormtroopers version of like Vietnam or something. <laughs> and there's like a game mode in like Battlefront Two where it's like completely dark out. And you're just, Dude, just I've played that. Right? Shit's scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ewokon, that's what it is. And you're like, yeah. you literally have like a flashlight in your gun. And they're just like coming out of like the bushes and the trees, and you're like, oh my god, like. It starts playing "Fortunate Son" in the background. <laughs> Great song, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get to the sequels. So, uh, "Rise of Skywalker." Um, no, let's, let's start from. Should we start from "Force Awakens"? Oh yeah, sorry, I literally brain farted for a second. Yeah, so "Force Awakens." Um, after okay, so this is all assuming that we have seen the other six, right? I think so. Correct. I, I don't know. I'm going off kind of your rules here. Okay, let's do that. So we're going in order. Um, after seeing the past six, 
Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to go with a 30 rack on this one. <laughs> oh, with, cool. So it'll be light, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This one, this one's got like a Long Island iced tea from Iggy's written all over it. That's just chaotic. Yeah, so I might, I might take a few little, I might take a few mixies on this one, you know. Quiet for the court, please. Oh, that was a good one. Was that crisp? That was a crisp one for sure. That makes it number six, right? Yeah. All right, beast. Yeah, I'm grinding out here. By the way, I'm in no shape or fashion cool by doing this. I just think it's hilarious that Brett and I are drinking during a show. And it adds a new element for sure. We'll see how it goes. And we're going to be doing this every week. So you kiddos are in for a treat. Okay, so we're going back, <laughs> back to The Force Awakens. So honestly, it was it was a redux of um, Star Wars. A new Hope. New Hope, yep. yeah. Um, it, it was literally – if you compare the two movies scene by scene, it's eerily similar. It is. It really is. Just the just the overall concept of it, you know, and of course it's like it's like starts on Tatooine too, so it's like Jakku, oh no, it starts on yeah Jakku. So, it, but they're literally a portion. They're the same exact type of planet with the same exact type of situation. So it's like, all right, come on, we got this junker like Jedi Force sensitive person. It's like Brennan right. Sims for every time he even brings her name up. You know what? I don't even I don't even simp for her anymore, man. You don't like Daisy Ridley anymore? Yeah, I mean she's you know she, she's bad. But. She looks sticky in all of those movies. I feel like if I touched like her arm or something, it would take a second for my finger to like come back up. She looked like, she was very like she looks sticky. She's like Christina Aguilera, but like all the time. You know what I mean? Ugh, yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, exactly. She I, doesn't. I know she doesn't got a Christina Aguilera vibe. I don't like that. I don't like it either. <laughs> All right. So how about Last Jedi? Okay. So assuming that Finn and Ray had like the actual story arcs that we that the fans wanted, and seeing it all just go to complete shit in this in the Last Jedi. Um, uh, okay. So the Last Jedi is actually my least favorite Star Wars film of all time. That's my least favorite. I hate really? it more than any other one. But yeah. And. Um, and it's all because of Rose Tico and because they completely ruined Finn's story arc. I will admit that they ruined Finn in this movie. He was probably the, my least favorite character out of the trilogy entirely. And that wasn't really the last Jedi's fault. Uh, I just didn't like his character. Ryan Johnson's. I, I hate Ryan Johnson. And I, See, I actually, I think I like Ryan Johnson a lot. As a director, I think he's fine. Okay, Star Wars-wise, um, he didn't do a great job. I will say that. Actually, I think Last Jedi was very Star Warsy. I'm triggered. I'm sorry, and I I had I had the opposite opinion. I had your opinion for a long time that the Last Jedi was like my least favorite. You know, they like they killed a lot of the characters. They didn't need to kill off Luke. That wasn't necessary. Yeah, no, and I, I didn't really like Luke's part in the movie. And he was just um, a bitter asshole the entire time. He was No, you're right. And they kind of they tried to squeeze in like a redemption plot within a redemption plot, which I didn't I didn't really care for. But there was a lot of like Star Wars. They you had like the R2D2 Luke, you know, um combo. They, yeah, they they 
they got back together. They, you know, you had the little uh, um, reunion between those two characters. So I liked that part. There were other things that I liked. I, I, I would argue that this is better than Rise of Skywalker. Um, oh, okay. I would agree with In Force Awakens, I, I really I don't even include because it's just such a it's such a like safe, boring film to me. So I don't know. Like I, I think Ryan Johnson was taking a chance with this. Um, I didn't like the, the main villain in it. Uh, what's his face? Benicio Snoke. Oh, Snoke. Snoke. Uh, you forget Benicio Del Toro was in that one, right? Yeah, he wasn't the main villain. Come know, on. You forget he was in there though, right? I forgot yeah. until we just talked about it until you just brought it up for sure yeah. but i don't know i i actually like it kind of grew on me a little bit um but you know and also it was like one, it was probably one of the better sequel films in terms of kylo ren's character arc the unmasked version of him mm-hmm. more more exactly more, so more. um i don't know I, I drinks wise though, to get back to the point of it. Yeah. Um, I could probably pound a few Bud Lights, you know, during it. I was gonna do half a bottle of Bardens. Wow. Yeah. That's disgusting. I know. You really hate this film. We'll wait until you hear what I have in store for the last one, which uh, is Rise of Skywalker. Rise so, of Skywalker. I was not a fan of. This actually, so if you, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes and the IMDb ratings, this one obviously did the worst, but I don't go based really? off Really? It did, yes. But wow. I don't go based off what critics say because that's all subjective. I have my own opinions of stuff, and I stick with it for the most part. And this film, oh, I uh, was not a fan of it, and here's why. One, Finn should have just died, honestly. He should have died in the last movie. There was no point of having him. <laughs> Ray, the, the, the fact that they made her, um, like, an important name, like, you know, like, the fact, so the, the arc of her parents being no one, that was an interesting thing. Like, that would have, is something that I would have liked to see continue. Like, the fact that she could have, like, especially, you know, because everyone called her Mary Sue, and I didn't believe it until this point. So had had she actually been this powerful, not knowing who her parents were, and like had they actually just been regular folks, um, but the fact that they they had to make her a Palpatine, they had to make her an important name, and that just that drove me insane, bro. That drove me yeah. insane. And then she changes her last name to Skywalker at the end of the film. Like, why not just make it like? No, she didn't. She said, "Ray, Ray Skywalker, oi, pishy me ash." Like, kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't think it was like. I don't think they meant it literally. You know. I know, but okay. But anyways, um, yeah. So character-wise, Finn, Ray, were I was already just beyond it at this point. Kylo Ren was the most interesting character in this movie. He was the by only far. one I was rooting for. He was the only one I was rooting for by the end of it, and he freaking dies on us. You know, the worst part of the film to me was them forcing the love connection between Ray and Kylo. When they kissed, I think I audibly said out loud in the movie theater, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, brother. You know, like the the SpongeBob meme? Yeah. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. But no, dude, when I went and saw I was so dude, pissed. everyone was pissed. 
everybody got up and said something. Like, like, my like are you fucking it. kidding? Yeah. Everyone is booing in the theater, throwing popcorn like it's yeah. Russell Westbrook. So I was literally so pissed. That's because you're in Chicago, so people act like that. But here, everyone was just like, oh, come on. Right. And, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, that was really I, I was pissed at that movie. I would, I would have to go into that, like, watching that movie. I would have to go into that. Um, after shotgunning a four loco, probably. Okay, so I was actually going to add on to that. So I would shotgun a four loco, and um, I know it would kill me to do it, and I'd rather die than have to be forced and sit to watch this movie again. Half a bottle. Excuse me. Day. Sounded like you struggled with that one a little bit. I was trying to like build suspense, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, because that did take a while. But yeah, so did you hear what I said, though? So, shotgun the four loco and have a bottle of Everclear. I would rather die than see that movie again. Jesus, yeah, you'd be dead, so. Yeah, I would be dead. Unless I was rushed to the hospital, like, immediately to get my stomach bombs, which, honestly, I would probably, like, plan for. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do all this, watch this movie, and then you're going to take me to the ER. Be like, yeah, oh. that's fair. Get your stomach pumped. Yeah, exactly. I hear it's a fun experience. But, uh, yeah, so that's our uh, Star Wars rankings if we were intoxicated. Um, <laughs> Which we... We're getting there. We, we kind of are. Yeah, so uh, our, our last thing that we wanted to bring up tonight. So, Brennan and I have told you about this on my car ride home from Lincoln because I went skateboarding. Yeah. And, um, so, the iCarly show, my beloved iCarly, yep. is having a new show. on, Or it's coming back to Paramount+. Plus. Oh, boo. Okay, hold on a second. I saw the trailer for it yesterday, and they're all adults now. So, like, they're all in their, like, 30s. And uh, Gary Trainer is, like, late 30s, early 40s now. No, dude. That dude's got to be 60 years old. (laughs) No, no. But they were drinking in the show. Really? Yeah, they're drinking beers now. They're drinking champagne together. It looked hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Literally, uh, the opening thing... Uh, so someone drops something. I don't know what happened, but Spencer just goes, oh, damn it, and, like yells it. And I was like, oh, you would not have gotten away with that on Nickelodeon, brother. And then, but it's on Paramount Plus. So they get a bunch of, uh, and they're all, they're all adults now. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not the, adults in the last season they did, but. The idea of the Jerry Trainer's character, um, Spencer, the idea of that dude not being sober terrifies me oh yeah i half that show was improvised by him do you know that no way yeah a lot of that was improv what yeah that dude's got to be just on bath salts all the time (laughs) he he's the one who actually took mac miller's fentanyl prescription wow too soon i went there that's actually been my like fantasy name for like the last three years even though i adore mac miller's music uh you're that's prison for life, man. Yeah, lock me up, boys. Come and get me. Yeah, so I, I, it comes out June 17th. Now, Brendan, I need to ask you this. Do I make a Paramount Plus account so I can see this? Is Paramount the same one that has, like, The Office? No, that's Peacock. What the f- How many are there? There's an app for everything, and I'm not kidding. <sighs> that. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I think you could probably search it up on like, not like, not that I'm endorsing this, but you could probably find it on the web somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, at work. So since I like, but the products that I endorse and like get people signed up for is like internet and, um, like a TV service. And I was like, Hey bro. So like, who do you use for, uh, like, so he used 
the internet that I saw already. So then I pitched the TV and I was like, oh, so he used it for TV and stuff like that. He's like, hey, bro, you're not going to tell on me, right? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I stream it illegally. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> the biggest deal in the world. Like, I'm not the feds, man. Like, I, I'm not coming for you. And he's like, yeah, I watched that shit illegally. <laughs> he just said, all right, man. Just stream all my shit. I was just like, all right. Don't be caught. Don't get caught doing that now. And I won't have any more customers. And he just was like, yeah, man. But yeah, I download that shit. I was like, I almost asked what size he used. Cause like, honestly, just, I want free TV too. So, Hey man, I can, I can let you know some, you know, I got, I got some ends. So we won't say it on the air. We don't want No, no, no. We Cause we don't endorse that, but you know, we don't endorse that, but you know, if you guys needed some, some extra, you know, advice, you know, I can, that'll be on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, Patreon. <laughs> That'll be on my OnlyFans. So, yeah, Brennan's OnlyFans is actually your. That's your second job, isn't it? <laughs> my selling plasma. Brennan's second job is actually OnlyFans. Yep, sure is. All right, but yeah, uh, I think that's everything. We did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, how many drinks you, you know? I uh, got through about. Got through almost five. I'm, I'm, on my, I'm on my fifth uh, ML, so nice, nice. That was a Godzilla roar, man. Yeah, that was you know that was pretty gross. You know, he's charging up with all the uh, oh, uh, dude, that smells. The nuclear energy. Yeah, he's like charging just up the, the toxic energy. waste. That was me, just like the beer bubbles that are just like just the, the, my goal the, right now. The filth and disgust. Basically, any alligator in New York. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's basically in Florida. Is. Any alligator in Florida. That's where they're from. But um I I think that's that's a good place to call it, right? Yeah, so uh thank you thank you everyone for sticking with us. Yeah, uh, this, this was this kind far. of a test I mean, run, you know. Yeah, if you make it this far, um if you guys want to pay me 5 bucks each, I'm going to drive to Chicago just to kiss Brennan on the forehead very passionately <laughs> and post on That'll that'll cover like half a tank of gas. Yeah, he's gonna fog up his glasses during it. So, oh yeah, yeah, be, be hot and heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> excuse me, but yeah, that's our show. Um, this was hilarious. I think we're gonna definitely do this again. So stay yeah, with, uh, next Wednesday night. So this is probably gonna air on Thursday. Um, well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it tonight, but y'all y'all aren't gonna see it till tomorrow. Let's be honest. Right? Yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll start. It'll I mean Thursday was kind of the day that I'm sure, you most know, most of our viewers watched it. Most of it was listening to anyway. So, yeah. I mean, in in upcoming weeks, you know, we're gonna keep keep doing the drinks, but um, you know, I'm gonna have a little more time on my hands where you know, hopefully, I can or me and Jacob can both create more of a schedule for our shows so we can kind of you know. Uh, yes no 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 the the time won't change but i meant you know show wise content wise we're gonna try and you know keep it a little more um categorized you know kind of clean it up a little bit because we weren't i mean you know getting a little bit silly you kind of go off the rails so um Having having a little bit of a script is important so that was uh, that was my initial goal when i created spicing things up back in december i was like what was it's just gonna be a bunch of random stuff it's literally we're gonna be spicing things up all the time and then we became what we swore to destroy and that's why we (laughs) rebranded 
instead of turning to the dark side we were the chosen ones we were the chosen ones we were meant to destroy the sith not join them your new empire dude speaking of which i'm still excited for kenobi coming out next year okay yeah we need to end the show but yeah thanks for, uh thanks for stopping by guys <laughs> um i'm gonna also change the name of our instagram and youtube so because uh, i kind of deal with all that too um yeah that was fun and uh i will that see was you fun. thanks for sticking with us yeah see you next drink all right see you guys Doofenshmirtz Incorporated. after hours